Now, from Learfield, this is the Alabama Insider. Touchdown, Alabama! Here is your host, Chris Stewart. Nick Saban's top-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide steps out of conference, but back into the friendly confines of Bryant-Denny Stadium. Welcome, everybody, to Alabama Insider. I'm Chris Stewart from the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Great to have you with us on our podcast again today. Nick Saban's team, as we said, number one in the country in both of the major rankings, and no surprise after the Tide was number one going into last week and then came from a school record 21 points down to defeat the Ole Miss Rebels by a final score of 48-43. And if you're wondering, yes, it is the second time Alabama has been down 21 and come back to win. Yes, it was against Ole Miss back during the 1989 season. Crimson Tide taking on Coach Saban's alma mater, the Golden Flashes of Kent State University. The Tide and the Golden Flashes meeting for the second time ever. Alabama has defeated Kent State before. In fact, it was a pretty impressive win for Alabama, 48-7 back in 2011. That was the season opener. Coach Saban 2-0 all-time against his alma mater. The previous meeting was in 1990 when he was the head coach of the Toledo Rockets. They defeated the Golden Flashes 28-14 en route to a Mid-American Conference championship that year. So Coach Saban uh, familiar, maybe not with this particular team until he started breaking down the film, but certainly knows all about Kent State University. The Tide coming into this matchup again one week after taking on an Ole Miss team that uh, had beaten Alabama two straight years. And this matchup is one week before the Tide takes on the Kentucky Wildcats. Alabama 36-2-1 against the Wildcats. 9-0 all-time in Tuscaloosa. And Coach Saban 6-0 against Kentucky in his career. That includes three wins against the Cats, and they have set the start time for that one. In case you missed it, it will be a 6 o'clock kick from Bryant-Denny next Saturday, October 1st, Alabama, its first home SEC game of 2016. So ESPN, 6 o'clock next weekend when uh, the Kentucky Wildcats come to town. But as we said, it's Kent State that will be coming into the matchup on Saturday against the Crimson Tide. Kent State coming off its strongest all-around performance in the last 12 months. They close out their non-conference schedule uh, against the Crimson Tide. Golden Flashes held an opponent under 10 points last week. That was the first time since 2013 as um, they were able to, uh, to shut out their opponent, uh, opponent, excuse me, Monmouth, the Hawks, in that one for uh, a good bit of the game. 27-7 to was the final score in that one. In fact, they shut them out for the first three quarters. Uh, but you've got uh, an interesting matchup on the sidelines in that both of the uh, head coaches are former safeties at Kent State. Paul Haynes, the head coach for the Golden Flashes, and, of course, Coach Saban, DB, for Kent State during his playing days. A couple of quick notes about them. Some personnel we'll talk about uh, on the broadcast on Saturday. Senior safety, Nate Holly, second in the nation, 15.5 tackles per game. It is nine solo tackles, leads the country. Also, uh, Terrence Wall, second in the country in sacks. He's a senior defensive end, and uh, he's got five of those on the year. He's got eight tackles for loss. 
and uh, he is eighth in the country in that category. And he is also uh, 11th in the nation in solo tackles with 26. Now, Nick Holly, who is the brother of uh, Nate Holly, we referenced earlier. Nick Holly, a junior receiver, made uh, seven catches, including a couple of touchdowns against Monmouth for the second multi-touchdown game of his career. They've got a redshirt freshman at quarterback, Malik Mitchell, who completed 14 of 18 through the air against Monmouth, added 77 yards on the ground. He's got five touchdown passes in his last two ball games. Senior linebacker Elsie Refuge intercepted a pass against the Hawks. That gave him a hand in a turnover in now three straight games. Miles Washington's a sophomore running back who got his first career touchdown a week ago. They've got a pretty veteran group along the offensive front. Five Kent State offensive linemen with a combined 105 career starts. Um, you've got uh, Kent State team again that's coming in with a record of one and two. They lost what had been a very competitive game for much of the day at Penn State. They were only down 16-13 at the half before they fell to the Nittany Lions by a final of 33-13. to They came back home to defeat North Carolina State uh, A&T. It uh, was a 39-36 loss. Excuse me. Uh, came back home and lost that game in four overtimes. That was the longest game in program history. So a, a four-overtime loss to North Carolina A&T, 39-36, before they were able to bounce back and defeat Monmouth 27-7 last weekend. They'll start conference play next week, hosting Akron, uh, before they finish up their schedule at Buffalo, at Miami. Ohio comes to, uh, to Kent State on October 22nd, then Central Michigan, Western Michigan, Bowling Green, and Northern Illinois. Again, all of those MAC opponents will round out the schedule for the Golden Flashes. Nick Saban gave his team uh, a couple of days off over the weekend. They had Sunday off as usual. They also got Monday off. Coach Saban said that had a lot to do, obviously, with the physicality of the ball game. The Tide played against uh, the Rebels, but it's also something that he has done traditionally over the years when he has a long stretch going against these non-conference opponents where even though he won't talk about it, the Tide is heavily favored. Uh, it is uh, it is customary for him to try to give that team an extra day off during the week, back-to-back days off to give them a little more time to heal up, stay fresh, because there's quite a stretch coming. Kentucky, as we said, next week. That's homecoming. Then the trips back-to-back weeks. Arkansas and Tennessee. And then you're back home on October 22nd to face Texas A&M. You get a bye week before you go to Baton Rouge. And then the stretch run of Mississippi State, Chattanooga, and Auburn. All of those games in the month of November and all of them played at Bryant-Denny Stadium. So the Tide hoping that they can uh, fine-tune some things, correct some mistakes from a week ago that uh, were made in what was still a very impressive win for Coach Saban's Crimson Tide. All right, let's uh, take a look at a couple of other things happening on campus. Wes Hart, second-year coach of the Alabama soccer program, has done a great job with uh, his team. They came in with a 6-2-1 and record last night going into the uh, SEC matchup against the 15th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. And, boy, Alabama in Tuscaloosa had a chance with the Hogs, but it was a, uh, a tough loss in overtime Thursday night. Bama falling by a final of 2-1. to one. Bama now 6-3-1 and one on the year, 1-1-1 one, one in SEC play. The Razorbacks are 10-1 and one on the year, 
and are three and zero to start the uh, the conference schedule. But uh, Alabama uh, in a first half deadlock until two minutes before the uh, the thirty minute mark. That's when Arkansas uh, was able to take a one nothing lead. The final seventeen minutes of the first half, both teams unable to convert on opportunities. Um, Cat Stratton for the Crimson Tide had a couple of saves in the first half. The second half, uh, a possession battle until the 76th minute when uh, the Crimson Tide got a goal from freshman Keeley Cartrit, uh, tying things out or tying things up, I should say, from five yards out on a pass from Abby Boswell. It was 1-1. Again, going into overtime, looked like they were headed towards a second OT, but then the Razorbacks got another goal from 15 yards out to clinch the 2-1 victory. It's a physical matchup. Total 25 fouls called, six yellow cards delivered between the two squads. But 15th ranked Arkansas, a winner over Alabama. The title try to get back into the win column when they play Sunday night. That'll be at home as well against the 14th ranked team in America, Texas A&M, coming to town for that contest. Also this weekend, you've got uh, action for the Alabama uh, women's golf team, boy, Crimson Tide has uh, been awfully, awfully good. Hall of Fame coach Mick Potter's team coming off of a record-setting performance at the Mason Rudolph Championship uh, last week in Franklin, Tennessee at the Vanderbilt Legends Club. The Bama team firing a 25-under 263 on the final day to set a school and tournament record 39 under par total for the three days of that event. They'll try to uh, keep the hot streak going as they play in Oklahoma at an event hosted by the University of Oklahoma this weekend. Among those in the field, Clemson, Florida State, Iowa State, Kansas, Kent State, LSU, Mississippi State, Notre Dame, Texas A&M as well. Alabama's first appearance in this tournament, and they will again try to uh, continue their hot play as they're in Oklahoma this weekend. And um, again, you've in addition to that, you've also got the Alabama volleyball team in action this weekend. Coach Ed Allen's squad hosting uh, a couple of nationally ranked teams as well. The Crimson Tide uh, on Friday night hosting number 19 Texas A&M at 6 o'clock at Foster Auditorium, and then on Sunday at noon, it'll be the sixth-ranked Florida Gators coming in. Alabama um, 11-2 on the year. They went 3-0 last weekend at the Hampton Inn Crimson White Tournament. Crystal Rivers has been incredible. Three consecutive weeks, she's been named the SEC Offensive Player of the Week. So Crystal Rivers in the Tide trying to get it done again. Currently 11-2 on the verge perhaps of breaking into the top 25 with wins this weekend, one or maybe two, you would think that would happen. 19th-ranked Texas A&M, the uh, opponent 6 o'clock Friday, and then 6th-ranked Florida on uh, Sunday at noon. Both of those matches at Foster Auditorium and both to be televised by the SEC network. Again, we look forward to talking to you from Bryant-Denny Stadium bright and early Saturday morning. Alabama taking on Kent State in what will be the Tide's uh, final tune-up before jumping back into SEC play. 
the uh, the Tide taking on Kentucky next weekend at 6 o'clock. But this Saturday, it's Kent State at Bryant-Denny, 11 o'clock kick. So we're on the air beginning at 8 a.m. Until that time, for all of us at the Crimson Tide Sports Network, I'm Chris Stewart. Thanks for joining us here on our Alabama Insider Podcast. Roll Tide, everybody. This has been the Alabama Insider. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation.